Welcome to the Lead to Lead podcast. We believe that God is calling you to lead yourself and others with wisdom, intention, and humility. Join us as we chat through quick tips, skills, and ways to help equip you on your journey as a leader of yourself and others. Hey guys, this is the Lead to Lead podcast, and uh, we have VJ and Doyle here for you guys. What's up, Doyle? Hey, VJ. We are talking about Stack It today. Uh, we have a Bop It theme, if you couldn't notice. We have Place It, Stack It, and then another one for next week. Um, so we're talking about stacking habits. Doyle, what do you know about stacking habits? Well, stacking habits is a... Uh, hi, it's a lot of hard work. I don't like stacking habits. <laughs> yeah, it You're is. You're going to make it easier for us today, though, aren't you? I'm going to try. We're, we're going to try together, at least. Okay. So we're talking about, as you were just saying in our conversation beforehand, you're talking about making things, going from the general to the, to the specific, right? Right. And if you, if you remember our last podcast, if you got a chance to listen to it, VJ went through a long list of all the things you might do in a day and the things that are positive, things that are just kind of neutral, some things that are negative. And what we're talking about is doing more than just thinking, okay, here's three or four things I have to do every day. This is where it's going to take a little bit of work on your part, but it's going to be worth it because we're going to ask you to think about breaking it down a little more, which is the stacking piece. First quote from chapter five, James Clear says, broadly speaking, the format for creating an, oh, this is a hard word to say, implementation intention is when situation X arises, I will perform response Y. Hundreds of studies have shown that implementation intentions are effective for sticking to our goals, whether it's writing down the exact time and date of when you'll get a flu shot or recording the time of your colonoscopy appointment. Oh, come on. <laughs> really? Uh, they increase the odds that people will stick with habits like recycling, studying, going to sleep early, and stopping smoking. The simple way to apply the strategy to your habits is to fill out this sentence. I will X behavior at Y time in Z location. All right. So here, here's the point that we'll try to make with you. And this is what James Clear is saying in his book. So when you think about setting habits, what I tend to do, and I know I really didn't think about it until I was reading the book, is I would say, okay, I wake up in the morning, and I have certain things that I need to do to get ready for the work day and whatever I need to do. But I don't think about the pieces that that represents, the, the steps from waking up, uh, going down to uh, read, going down to have some breakfast, brushing my teeth, uh, putting cer certain things in place to take for lunch, whatever. Or take the example of the colonoscopy. You can't just say, okay, I'm going to go have a colonoscopy. You have several steps you have to follow, and without revealing too much, I know that if you don't follow the steps, what is actually kind of a miserable experience isn't really that bad, but you have to follow the steps. <laughs> VJ, you wouldn't know anything about that, I know. No, But I you, you will, let me, Great. I guarantee you. Can't wait. <laughs> so this actually makes me think about implementing this from a from the business side of this and and how bad I actually am with the little business that I do do um, as as business owners or as as people who are responsible for getting other people to do things or keep appointments this is a really great way to do that like obviously doctors offices have been doing this forever but um, I definitely don't methodically reach out to my um, 
my lesson students and say, hi, at this time we will be doing this in this location. I usually kind of, it's not a very regular thing for me. I usually say, hey, we still on for this week? And from the business side, this is a great way to, to build up a regimen of people uh, continuing to do the same thing over and over again and building up a habit. Yeah, so if you take the example you just gave with your students, if you, instead of just asking, asking them, hey, you know, are you ready for this week? I think asking them more specifically. So our goal was for you to practice 30 minutes, four out of five days. Yeah. And you told me it was going to be every day except Thursday. Right. So what happened with that goal? I mean, that's just a step in the right direction. Yeah, and that's exactly what James is encouraging us to do. And, and like I said, from the leadership side, there's, I mean, even, right, our church is having a prayer and worship night, and we have a sign-up sheet in the back that, right. that has not been filling up, even though, like, I'm not, I'm not on it, even though I know I'm going. Right. And it's, there, there's, there are habits that we can try to help people build by giving this formula to them. Right, and I think you raise a good point, because... The reason you're not on the sign-up sheet is because why should I put that in my list of things to do? Right. <laughs> but this is, this is really interesting to think about. What we're talking about is not just building personal habits. We're talking about building personal habits that have impact on other people. Yeah. So this is going to be good uh, for your home, for your relationship to your spouse and your kids, if you have any kids. Uh, it's going to be good for work or church or wherever it might be where you... Wherever you have relationships, yeah. it's, it's going to be beneficial. Yeah, that's true. So let's continue. So James Clear says, have a reason to take action. All right, a fresh start feels motivating. There's another benefit to implementation intentions. Being specific about what you want to do and how you will achieve it helps you say no to things that uh, derail your progress and distract your attention and pull, up, pull you off course. We often say yes to little requests because we're not clear enough about what we need to be doing instead. When your dreams are vague, it's easy to rationalize little exceptions all day long and never get around to the specific things you need to do to succeed. So what that leads us to is the specific phrase, habit stacking. And habit stacking is this special form of implementation intention. So rather than pairing your habit with a particular time and location, you pair it with a current habit. So in other words, the alarm goes off in the morning, and you think, okay, the first thing I need to do is just go downstairs. But what are the habits that you practice in between to get to that place? Whether it's uh, I need to go grab my phone and check a couple of things to know what my day is going to look like. Uh, whether it's uh, making sure that I take a particular vitamin or pill. Those are all things that you do, some that you do automatic. But if they're habits, if you skip it, you're going to know you skipped it. Yeah, I, this is something that we really want to emphasize here because even if you're not a productivity freak like me, and even if you are, there are still things that I overlook because I haven't in, thought intentionally about them like this. Um, but the things that I am able to do uh, productivity-wise, like remember to take my vitamins every day or twice a day or whatever, it's because I've built these habits around those things. And it's because I've been intentional saying, when I'm done working out, this will happen, and then this will happen, and then this will happen. It's a chain reaction, right? That's what, that's what stacking habits is all about. It's, it's a chain reaction where one thing leads to another, which continues to lead to more and more things. So, so let me give you a specific example that Clear talks about. Let's say that, because this applies to me. I read this, and I thought, oh, my wife would love to read this part. So I haven't let her read it yet, <laughs> but I, 
having salad and vegetables is, is not high on my priority list. Mm. And so one of the things that Clear talks about is that when you're sitting down to have dinner and if you're trying to make a habit of having more vegetables, okay, the habit is eating a meal. That's too general. Right. I'm going to have vegetables with my meal. Still but if too I, general. That's, yeah. that's still too general. But if I'm going to do habit stacking, for example, he recommends, I'm going to put the broccoli on my plate first. Yeah. Then I'm going to put the meat and potatoes second. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to eat the broccoli, at least two bites of broccoli, before I eat a piece of meat. Whatever it might be, but I, I've intentionally stacked the habit. That's actually, I, I do that as well, Doyle. So I, on, in meals where I know I'm going to have, especially like a lot of red meat or a lot of dessert, I will always just fill my plate with salad first mm-hmm. and clear it and then go on. Right. And yeah, it's, it's habit stacking. It's, it's, those are just two habits that you can stack together. The second one really isn't, isn't a habit because you know it's going to happen. But the first one is the habit you're trying to build. So you're right. actually, you're building, you're putting up a habit you want to build before something you know you're going to do anyway. Right, right. And that's, that's just the nature of stacking. And so that allows you to make a behavior change and make it obvious so you see it. Yeah, it's it's like a game plan. I mean, Claire talks about this, but it's like a game plan where, I mean, if player X does this, then I respond by doing that. Let, I mean, you can look at it as chess if you feel like it, but really any sport, any sport or sure. game will work, right? If you make an action, I'm going to make a counter to that action, right? And right. that's my plan all along, right? right? So if I'm playing basketball, if I know you have a great crossover and you start always by stepping to the left, if you step to the left, I'm, I'm going to guess your crossover is coming. And I'm going to try to go off to my left. To counteract that, right. So you're 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 forming a game plan around these habits. I know it kind of sounds like we're going too hard at this issue, but it really does help. I know it sounds over the top, but habit stacking is a really easy way to kind of really change a lot of your behavior. Right. So anyway, I think we'll stop here in a minute, but uh, that's that's something to suggest that will help us to really reinforce and build in some good habits that we're trying to build in and also help us to break some habits that maybe we didn't even know we had started to implement in our lives. Yeah, that's it. So here's the formula one more time. It's I will, name of behavior, at a certain time, in a certain location. And even better, name the habit that you'll do after that or before that as well so you can create a chain. Right, right. We will see you next week for the last of chapter one of Atomic Habits. This is the Lead to Lead podcast. This series on Atomic Habits is sponsored by Royal Oaks Counseling. Royal Oaks Counseling seeks to empower people through a biblical worldview to be set free of limitations in their lives caused by fear, anxiety, and doubt. This process includes challenging, comforting, and providing necessary tools for freedom to take place in their lives. Royal Oaks provides individual and family counseling and specializes in marriage counseling. Please visit royaloakscounseling.com or email info at royaloakscounseling.com for more information or to set up an appointment.